We're not against rap. We're not against rappers. But we are against those. Something big about to happen. I hear the beat tapping. We some fly rum and felines rapping on the track. Better yet, grab a gat, cause we hot like. And doors closed, windows up, cause that's the way we like to ride. Windy City hitting. Check mic 1212. We live, baby. Hello. Hello. Hey. Hey, what you doing? Um, well, right now I am actually thinking about watching um this movie. It's not a movie, it's um a series. Oh, what series? Um, it's called uh, Peaky Blinders. I don't know if you ever heard of that. Peaking Blinders? No, Peaky. P-E-A-K-Y. Oh, Peaky Blinders. Blinders, yeah. It's um they're actually out of um, I think it's New England. And uh, it's a series, it's about a, a family back in the 1920s. They were a, a family of criminals, and um, they're that type of those that are type of criminals that you um kind of rally for them you don't want them to get caught <laughs> oh wow cool <laughs> yeah so they're the bad guys but they're also the good guys i like that um what network does it come on um well this one is on uh netflix but i think it's also on a, another app as well i can't um i'm gonna watch it from netflix but i think they're also on a couple of other apps as well hmm interesting okay well i'm gonna have to check that out myself peaky blinders yeah peaky blinders it's very good <laughs> i love the name is uh catchy yeah it is that's um that's their um game name oh i get it okay cool like the sopranos yeah they were actually it's sort of like a true story they did actually exist during that time so they changed you know some of the scene scenarios and um different things but it, they were actually a real family oh that is so cool yeah okay well um i guess we'll get started uh welcome to the show speak your mind radio this is miss hip-hop on the line um this is my mom mom you want to introduce yourself mom <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, my name is Crystal, and um, Miss Hip Hop is my youngest daughter. She's my middle child, and I'm very happy to be here. <laughs> Thank you. That's that's nice and and everything. Um, well, I brought you on the show today just to you know have a conversation because that's what I do is have conversations that people think are interviews. So yeah. Okay, that's cool. Um, there's a couple things that I would like to talk about. That's okay. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Um, one of the things that's been really bothersome um, for me lately is um, all these senseless shootings that have been taking place. 
in our beautiful city. And uh, it's, it's very disturbing because we do, we have a beautiful city, um, downtown Chicago, the Millennium uh, Park, um, the, the, the lakefronts, the, um, the beaches, and um, Magnificent Mile, and the, the random shootings, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm a little hoarse. The random shootings seem to have really gotten ridiculously out of control. Hmm. And I, I do not understand why some of these, and these are the criminals that are the bad guys um, that I'm talking about now. Um, they're shooting people, they're carjacking people, um, innocent people are dying. And, um, you know, first we worried about the police brutality. Hmm. And now it seems as though we have flipped the script and um, brutalizing each other. Wow. Yeah, I'm having a real problem with that. I just, I don't understand why they're, why they're, they haven't been, been arrested, apprehended. They seem to be extremely bold and brazen in what they're doing. They're doing it in broad daylight, uh, any time of the day. And it's very disturbing, um, very disturbing. Yeah, um, I totally agree with you, um, especially since the pandemic uh, has definitely escalated um, the, these expressway shootings, these, uh, robberies and they brought daylight. Um, the, um, even the CTA, uh, members are like protesting for justice for their own lives, because as one driver put it, I've never gotten into so many fights in my life driving a CTA bus. I've never had to dodge bullets, dodge, um, you know, knives, in, in one sitting, it, you know, it's ridiculous. We don't get paid enough for this. That's right. And That's I totally agree with them. Yes, they've gotten um, just uh, really fearless. Um, they're attacking CTA drivers. Um, there was one incident just recently that um, Chicago, downtown Chicago, there were uh, a, a group of uh, young people young people ranging from 12 on up to the early 20s, just a gang of them uh, uh, hanging out, causing mayhem. Uh, something happened, a shooting broke out and um, police were called. And of course, by the time they get there, which is usually within a few minutes, uh, a lot of uh, the mayhem people have escalated, I'm sorry, escalated, People have um, departed the scene, but they were able to make a few arrests. Mm-hmm. And there was one young lady who was only 12 years old, she had gotten um, shot in her back and didn't know she had gotten shot until she got home. Now, when I heard the report, I'm thinking that um, <clears throat> I'm thinking that she was downtown with her family, you know, shopping. And um, this uh, this fight broke out. Somebody uh, started shooting, and she got hit. 
Then they bring the mom on the news and she's saying, well, I didn't even know that my, my child was downtown. Hmm. She got home. Um, she kept complaining about her back was hurting. So when I looked at her back and I saw that she was bleeding and I looked at, she said, I looked at it and I saw, you know, this looks like a bullet wound. And um, of course she takes her to the ER and she's on television saying, I don't know what she was doing there. I have no idea. I wasn't there. Um, I don't know why she was there. And I told her, just tell me the truth. You won't be in any trouble. And I'm looking at the mom give this interview. I'm thinking to myself, well, you sound just as dumb as your daughter. Mm -hmm. Because you have a 12-year-old who's gallivanting around town. This shooting took place around 8 or 9 o'clock. You don't know where your 12-year-old your is at 8 or 9 o'clock at night? Mm. And, you know, I've raised two that were definitely past 12 years old, but I always knew where you guys were. And I have your 12-year-old your brother. Right. I just can't even imagine having a 12-year-old and you not know what, the, you know, their whereabouts. And you're on the... <laughs> You on national television saying, I didn't even know she was there. <laughs> you know, you sound real, real dumb lady. <laughs> you know, so it, it's, it's, it's just so much, just so much. And a lot of people are saying, well, you know, it's a pandemic and people were pinned up. And, you know, I, I'm, I don't want to blame everything on the pandemic. So, so, so we're out shooting each other, wild, wild west. Right. Pandemic. Well, see, that sounds dumb too. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this, uh, what do they call this? Um, when they're breaking into the uh, car dealerships and, and the stores and everything. Mm -hmm. um, crap, what do they call it? Flash mob. Yes. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, they're, you know, they're just walking in at one, two o'clock in the afternoon. 10, 12 people and just taking uh, sledgehammers or whatever objects they had and just starting to smash up um, the stores and taking things out. And right. Walking, you know, They're, like, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Smash and grab. That's what. Yeah. Talking. Smash and grab. I was about to say that because they um, saw this uh, camera picked up um, a robbery at Joe Perillo's uh, luxury um car dealership downtown on rush street mm -hmm. and you could see the people still standing in the store filling me like the um the sales associates from afar looking at these two young guys come in there uh one had the uzi or whatever kind of gun it was it was covered though but he had it and the other guy pulled out a slash hammer and just started smashing uh the windows of the um what a jury set next to the cars Okay. And he took his time. And I, when I say he took his time, the audacity mm -hmm. took his time, took the bag out, put the thing in there, and then they both left. But the um, car salesmen, they came out with guns drawn and was trying to chase after them, which was, I think, was dangerous, too, because if you gave them all that time to do that, yeah, you know, you know, what was the point or whatever, so to speak? Yeah. 
Um, you know, um, mm-hmm. it used to be that this um, particular crime was only in certain areas in Chicago. Mm. And now, can't say that anymore because it's all over now. They don't care if it's south side, west side, east side, north side, um, the, the mag mile. Um, they just don't care. And so it's, it's, it's very scary. It, it's extremely scary. Um, and it's not only going on here. We hear, we hear about it here so much because we live here. Mm-hmm. Um, but in, I think it was Philly about two weeks ago. Um, I have this app that I look at and um, this uh, 14-year-old was waiting on the school bus at his stop, waiting for the school bus to come and pick him up to go to school. And someone pulled up got out their car a lot of these things that people are watching way too many movies yeah getting out their car execution style this kid 28 bullets as he was running away oh my god and when he fell they stood over him and continued shooting why what was the why what, what? I, exactly that's and i'm thinking my baby is only 12. You know, this baby was only 14. Yeah, we don't know what the 14-year-old was involved in. We don't know all of that and this, that, and the other. But we do know that he lost his life that morning. And no one, no one has been apprehended. Oh, and God. I just don't understand. Why is it that no one ever sees anything? No one ever sees anything to be able to do an anonymous report. You know, you don't have to call 911 and have them come to your front door, you know, anonymous tips. And, um, you know, I, I guess, you know, I don't, I, I guess I can attribute that to people just being afraid to say anything uh, and, and don't want to get involved. And, um, you know, maybe that's part of it. I don't know. But I do know um, it has gone beyond a problem because this is something every single day and nobody is being um, apprehended. Now, they did have, I don't know if you heard about the um, 70-year-old grandfather mm-hmm. who was walking down the street. I think he was going to get a newspaper in Chinatown. This guy sees him walking, shoots from his car. The old man fell. He gets out of his car again, execution style, and riddles this 71 year old man's body with bullets. They apprehended him within 48 hours because you had the community to see this. They got the license plate number. And on top of that, the businesses in the area had a, had cameras. And what the cameras didn't pick up, 
the community, the citizens in the community picked it up. They were able to apprehend him. I'm sorry, I said 48 hours that same day. Wow. That same day, they caught him. He's sitting in uh, Cook County now. And um, they found out he had a police record. He's a young man too, in his 20s. I had a police record, but he's not going anywhere. And this is what I don't understand. Why is it that nobody's seeing anything on the expressway or or these these uh, uh, mob groups and these uh, um, shootings take place? All these cell phones that come out, but nobody sees anything. Right. So the police can't do it all by themselves, you know. Um, they need help, and they need they need our help. People, right. you know, people's help. And despite of what people may think of the police, we need them. Yes. And we can't put a blanket on the whole police department because every police officer isn't bad. No, they're not. You know, just like every police officer isn't good. But we can't put a can't throw a blanket on all of them and say they're all bad. That's true, because in certain areas like Atlanta, for instance, I don't know exactly pinpoint exactly where in Atlanta, but the emergency operators have stopped assisting some parts of the community. So when they call now 911, they get a voicemail saying i mean a voicemail like i could be bleeding i could be in a lot of trouble and you take for granted the the sound of the ambulance coming down the street to rescue somebody or the police officer chasing after somebody and done something messed up you take for granted for that and then you go and say debunk the police that's the stupidest thing i've ever heard in my life yeah that's that's you know um again all officers are not bad. And, um, you know, I'm in the um, school system and it's unfortunate that you've had some officers really manhandle a female student or manhandle a male student. Um, But at the same time, there, there are things that we as parents, and you know, when our children are away from us, uh, sometimes they turn into different people that we don't even recognize. And, and I'm not advocating that police officers should be manhandling anyone, uh, a, a teenager, not advocating that at all. Um, definitely needs some work done in those areas where they're trained better. Some of these kids have uh, real mental issues. Yeah. And, um, you know, and when you manhandle them that way, it escalates to something else. And, um, but to debunk the police uh, in these schools, I don't, I don't think that was the, the, the answer either. I think um, some more talk uh, should have taken place, some more compromising. Uh, to maybe have police officers and social workers on call. I, I, I don't know what it would take, but to debunk the police, I, I don't think that was the greatest idea. And going back to Atlanta, I'm thinking 
that that was their retaliation. Dang, I'm telling you, know, you. Y'all don't want us here, so we ain't going to be here. Yes. You know, and so, and again, that's speculation on my part because I don't know if that's what's going on, if, if they, you know, if they're not answering the phone calls because of that. I would think that was would be some type of legal ramification as well, but, you know, I, I don't know. So we're seeing um, the country uh, just, I've never seen it this way before. I've, you know, I've seen a lot, not as much as some, but I've seen enough to know that I have never, ever seen it like this. And um, there's virtually nowhere to run and hide. You were talking about Atlanta. I have a friend who lives in Atlanta. You, you know my friend. Yeah. And um, they've been trying to get uh, me to come there to live. They said, well, and I said, why would I come? Why would I want to do that? And he says, well, because Atlanta is not the war zone that Chicago is. Mm. And I said, you know, that sounds real good. It really sounds good. But wherever I go, wherever I take my son, we're still going to be Black. That's right. We're still going to be Black. That's right. And the thing I said about, um, I asked him, I said, he doesn't even live far from where um, Aubrey <clears throat> was chased down and, and, and apprehended and killed, you know, mm-hmm. because he's jogging, right. just jogging, minding his own business, you know, um, strengthening his body and his mind, just taking care of, just taking care of himself. Yeah. Minding his business and drinking his water. That's it. And because you don't like my skin color and I'm doing a jog in your neighborhood or past your neighborhood, you know, that this is, this is what happens to me. And just, you know, just thinking about that breaks my heart, you know, Um, the young lady who was shot and killed in her apartment. Yes. By the police, you know, they're looking for her ex-boyfriend. So you mean to tell me it took all of that? It took all of that to realize that this man isn't here, that you're in the wrong apartment. No weapons were drawn. She was in her bed. So it's a lot going on right now. And um, we're just, oh, and don't forget about what happened January 6th. With the Capitol. Yeah. Yeah. That's some scary shit there. Yes. That's even scarier than what I'm talking about because we have always been met with violence. Yes. Whether we cause the violence or whether the, the violence was inflicted upon us, we've always dealt with violence. But when you get a bunch of people to storm the capital, our nation's uh, democracy, 
where we hold meetings and, and votes and slaves built the White House, you know? And, and you can gather a bunch of people that organize, that come together to storm it. These same people that say we believe in we believe in police officers. We love our 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 our, our life, blue lives matter. We love our men and women in blue. These are the same people that said, "Kill them if they get in your way. Kill them. Hang the 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 vice president of the United States. Same people that voted for him. Right." walking through the Capitol, looking for uh, a Congress. Anybody that was a Democratic um, congressman or woman looking to kill them. These people, that's some scary shit there. It's some scary shit, but you know they do that in other countries too. Yes, and that's what makes it even scarier to me because we've never had that. That's right. In our country. And we know what those other countries go through. Yes. They're able to do stuff like that. We don't want that. Right. Because like you were, like you were saying earlier in the case of Breonna Taylor, it's like you're advocating for the police officers that ran into her apartment unannounced and when her and her boyfriend decide to get the gun, now you have a problem. Right. So where does the consequences come and lay on the law itself? Isn't the law governed by the law as well? Apparently not. Well, so yeah. when you have incidents happen like on December 6th, then you, you start to see what, January. I mean, January 6th, I'm sorry. You start mm-hmm. to see where karma has its effect so to speak mm-hmm. yeah and um i i don't know what it's going to take um then with the variant the virus is going around and i have this app that i read and there's so much a hatred on it but uh, an article comes out about the virus or the um uh, the vaccine and uh, just so much of hatred that are, that's being spewed uh, uh, towards people that have decided, uh, and it is a it is a decision, a personal decision. Um, people have decided to get the vaccine, and I just don't see people lining up to get the vaccine because they want to die. Right. I, I think the purpose for them doing so is because they're trying to live. That's right. And people that have decided that they won't get the virus, I'm sorry, won't get the vaccine because it's been uh, quote unquote fast tracked. Um, that too is their decision. And then you have the other, the, the, the gray area, those people that um, cannot get the virus, uh, same virus vaccine for different reasons. It's so much of hatred spewed on those comments about vaccinated people. 
calling them names and sheep and this and that. And it's like, have you people lost your minds? Right. You know, if you if you get the vaccine, why is that a problem? You getting vaccinated, why is that a problem for me? That's right. If I choose not to get the vaccine, why is that a problem for you? Right. So we seem to be living during a time that right seems to be wrong and wrong seems to be right. This is That's the only way that I can see it. And that doesn't mean make any sense. Right is wrong and wrong is right. That's right. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a commercial break. So <laughs> we'll be back right after this message. Hey, what's up, Chicago? It's Miss Hip Hop from Speak Your Mind Radio, and I am officially selling the hoodies, okay? It is wintertime, 2021. It is time to grab you a hoodie to stay warm this cuffing season. You heard me? So visit the website at speak-yo-mind.creator-spring.com. That web address again is speak-yo-mind.creator-spring.com. See you there. Okay, guys, Chicago, we are back with more talk from Miss Hip Hop and my mother um so ma i have a question for you okay what what, what do you think about all this recall on the food in the grocery stores yeah it's um it's not cool i tell you um i was just reading recently that um there's a recall on um the minute made uh um uh, fruit juices, um, Sprite, Coca-Cola, recall on um, uh, these these beverages, Country Time Lemonade, the Arizona Tea, mm-hmm. uh, the Berry Punch for the Minute Maid and the Strawberry Lemonade Punch for the uh, Minute Maid juices. Uh, they're finding contamination of glass uh, in these beverages. So, you know, that's that's really something to think about. Um, then they had another recall about um, there's this pharmacy. I think, I can't think of the name of it, but they have recalled every single one of their medications. That's terrible. Uh, it is terrible. Every single one of their medications. I think, oh my goodness, I'm trying to think of the name of it, but I know if your um, listeners just wanted to know, uh, they would probably just Google um, uh, medication being recalled. Uh, that's a it, bunch of them. Yeah, it's a bunch of them, but this particular 
um, company, manufacturer, all of theirs were recalled, all of them, every last one. Not just certain ones that they may, that people may take for diabetes or, or high blood pressure or um, whatever, Parkinson's disease, every single one that they manufacture. Yeah, that is uh, absolutely horrific to hear, to know that a company like that is that irresponsible. When when you're dealing with people's immune systems and their bodies, you have to think like, what are we doing? What, what kind of poison were you and are you giving to us? That's right. <laughs> absolutely. And we put so much of um, faith in our pharmaceuticals and in our doctors that, you know, we don't even stop to think um, that maybe I should get a second opinion. You know, maybe I should look up this drug um, uh, that I'm taking or that the doctor's giving me before taking it just to see um, what its side effects might be or if it interacts with something that I'm already taking. You know, we we just don't even stop to think like that. And um, it's true. I mean, that's a problem. That is a problem because you think we put so much faith in um, willpower into the FDA and the CDC and everyone is all approving these medications and things of that nature or things that we should be doing to better ourselves in general. It's like, wait a minute. You know, mm-hmm. we got to come together inwardly and think like there has to be another way. And speaking of another way, I think holistic doctors are probably something that should be offered more into the healthcare system for people that don't want to go to regular doctors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. And speaking of that, uh, sort of like staying on track but just sidetracking just a little bit we were talking earlier about uh, the malicious things that people are saying on some of these um, apps uh, about vaccinated vaccinated people and um, I'm reading more and more that they're saying that the unvaccinated people are filling up the uh, hospital beds, the emergency rooms and a lot of these people are saying that they were healthy, vibrant, and uh, bodybuilder. Some of them are bodybuilder type people. They're young, like, you know, they're not old people. And um, some of them are ending up in the ER and they're dropping like flies. You know how the, the old people were dropping last year? Yeah. Now the young, the younger people in their 20s, 30s, 40s, uh, are dying and they're saying it was because they're unvaccinated. So I have a theory about that. And my theory is when those people were getting through, I call it the old COVID, and the, uh, the, that was the COVID that came that we knew about in February, March of 2020. Mm-hmm. And um, that COVID 
was devastating a lot of the elderly people who were really losing them in record numbers all over the world. And then the mitigations came out about um, wear your mask, remember the social distance, wash your hands, uh, help is on the way, which is the vaccine. So all of these people, if they didn't die, they were following these mitigations. Not all of them, though. Right. Some of those anti-vaxxers and saying, oh, even before the vaccine, they, we uh, couldn't call them anti-vaxxers because there, no, there was no vaccine. But what they were saying is this is a hoax. This is not real. It's just the flu. Oh, I caught it, and all I had to do was take Tylenol and drink tea, and I was well in a few days. I said, well, you know, you may have been one of the lucky ones, but it can't be a hoax because you got people all over the entire world, mm-hmm. not just in your hometown, but in the entire world are dying. What kind of hoax is that? Right. And so those people that were shunning the mit- mitigations, they were walking around without their mask on and no social distancing and in everybody's face, but they were being, this is my theory, they were being protected by those that were following mitigations. And it was mm. a lot of people. It was a lot of people wearing their masks because they were afraid. Oh, hell, hell, I was one of them. Right. And so, you know, I kept my social distancing. I wore my mask, I washed my hands. And um, um, so those people that did not follow those because they said it was a hoax, we were protecting them. And then when the vaccine came out, people were getting vaccinated in record numbers all over the country. And then the CDC said, okay, if you have both your doses, you don't have to wear your mask anymore. That was the summer of this year 2021 so those people that were keeping uh, the the rest of the country safe those that said that there was no uh, virus there was a hoax those people that were wearing their masks and once they took the vaccine they dropped their masks and here's the thing they were still getting infected. The ones that had their their, uh, uh, their two doses, but they had very mild symptoms, and it wasn't putting them in the hospital. And some of them didn't even know that they had contracted anything because they had been protected by the vaccine. Now the ones that that never wore masks, they started getting sick. They started getting sick because. Uh, uh, the vaccine, the vaccinators had stopped wearing their masks. So they were still transmitting the virus. There may have been a low viral in them, but an unvaccinated person, they got the whole gamut of it. And so they started becoming hospitalized. And then the CDC said, well, you know, put your mask back on because there's a new variant out now. By that time, people were saying, nope, Mm-mm. I have been vaccinated twice. I'm not putting that mask back on. And they didn't put them back on. But you still had the, the people that were denying the vaccine and denying the virus was even real. 
they continue to not wear their masks and they are the ones that are dying. To me, I mean, that's my theory. Mm-hmm. I, and I, so, I, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say, I agree with your theory um, because it, it, it just makes sense. Because, you know, even the people that, you know, never believed in it and was never going to take no vaccine said, see, see, the people that took the vaccine still getting sick. Well, that's because those people decided to stop protocol of social distancing themselves from others, mask wearing, among other things, probably like washing their day in your hands. Right. So that's why you have people that are fully vaccinated inside of these hospital beds and filling them up to capacity. The people that... uh Uh-huh. No, you go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to say the people that took that full year of the first pandemic, I mean the first pandemic, the first year of the pandemic seriously and was scared out of their wits. Yeah. And still to this day, social distance, still to this day, wear their masks, wash their hands triple quadruple times are safer than they think whether they are vaccinated or even not because they took the initiative to to believe in something and stand up to to, for them their their rights to stay alive exactly exactly that's and and to me that's that's it in a nutshell because if you notice in the beginning they were giving you race and gender and reporting race and gender who was um, uh, being hospitalized and dying and that was usually elderly people and people of color blacks and uh, Latinos those were the uh, people of color that they were always saying it's hitting it's hitting our community the hardest and and why is that well because you had um, poor diets the, you know, hmm? poor diets yeah poor diet um, and then you had the Latino community that you had um, multi-generational households uh, in our community you had every um, barbecue house and <laughs> uh, church's chicken and every McDonald's and liquor stores. Every, yes, liquor stores. Yes, and uh, in, in on every block. So it was our diet, and then we're stacked on top of each other because uh, you had the grandparents in the household, you had the children, you had the grandchildren, and in the households so you had this multi generational household going on, and then you had. Uh, these, these same community of people, they were the ones who were going to work every day. The essential workers. Yes. They were delivering groceries and uh, delivering um, hot foods and even picking up people's laundry and, 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 and taking them to the uh, laundromat. Uh, and, you know, so those are the people, to me, that really kept things going outside of the uh, healthcare system, of course. And so the other people were safe. They were able to work from home. They didn't have to go out. You know, they didn't really have to go anywhere. Beginning of the pandemic. So you weren't hearing about them. But now you're not hearing about who's in hospitals. Now, I think that's kind of 
ironic that, well, where are people going to be hospitalized now? Are they still people of color? Are they still the elderly people? But if you look at the, the data carefully, it's showing you that these are the 30-something-year-olds, the 40-something-year-olds, and unfortunately, even younger than that. Even younger than that. And these people are generally in good health because when you read the articles about it, I was reading an article the other day. It was a young man, great shape. He was a rock climber, bodybuilder, and um, ended up in intensive care. And because he caught COVID, and um, you know, the, as great a shape that he was in, his body could not fight the virus. It um, just the infection gave him organ failure. And he he FaceTimed his sister, his twin sister, a twin sister, and told her, begged her not to let the um, the healthcare system give up on him. And then he died. And then he died. So this was one, this was an anti-vaxxer. This is a person that said, no, I don't believe in this virus. I'm not getting a vaccine. And, and what he didn't understand is that when you were doing okay at the beginning of the virus, a year ago, and you were walking around without your mask or anything protection on, everybody else was protecting you because we were scared. Mm-hmm. We were social distancing, wearing our masks and all that stuff. And uh, cause it, I used to wonder in amazement, I'd be out, see people with no mask on, you know, and no gloves on and no social distancing. This was back in um, the fall of uh, the spring of last year, 2020, you know, so it's it's unfortunate that we're still doing the same old song dance. Yes, about this is a hoax, it's a hoax, so. No, more like it's a host. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The hoax, no, it's a host and you it. (laughs) That's right, yes, there you go. I like that. Yeah, yeah. You 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 made it easy for the people that took it seriously in the beginning to still be living. That's what you did. Absolutely. You know, I, I think I, I'm sorry, but I, I just want to say I think what happened was when COVID nineteen hit, you said it was a, a multitude of elderly people that died first, and I believe going back to the pharmacy system and that uh i still can't think of that company that got recalled all the medications but stuff like that it attacked the weakest immune systems first yes and then once it it it, it didn't have no more host for that it went to the people with the poor diets and the the the, uh it's just a respiratory disease uh people that were smokers people that were drinking heavily doing this every single day it got those people Then it needed another host. So what did it do? It transmuted into another variant, kept transmuting. And then it also went to go to the people that, okay, y'all got a vaccine. Cool, cool. Corona's still looking around like, hmm. Now you think you got the vaccine. You think you're better than everybody. You took off your mask. You next. (laughs) Yeah. And that's just it. That's exactly how it's going. You know? Yeah. It, it, it feels like that. And, um, you know, there was a, a, a time where you couldn't even find any masks, and now you can find them everywhere. So that has to tell you something right there. 
when you couldn't find any masks because people were buying them and wearing them. And things kind of started stabilizing a little bit. Uh, and then the vaccine came out. Now you can find them everywhere. Some of them are um, great and some of them not so great. Mm-hmm. But you could find them now. You couldn't, um, uh, this time last year, you couldn't find a bottle of bleach or Lysol or hands, the good hand sanitizer. Mm-hmm. Now you can find all of that. So uh, hopefully we're learning something. I don't know about everybody else, but I've learned a few things um, during this um, uh, during this pandemic. Uh, when I had COVID, I had to make sure your brother um, didn't contract it from me. And so I've learned that you can actually <laughs> live with someone in close proximity with the virus as long as you take those mitigations seriously until you get over it. <laughs> that's that's so true. I mean, you said everything in a nutshell. Yeah, so, you know, the name of that pharmacy is called Edge. Edge. Yeah, like take the edge off Edge, Edge Pharma. They did a nationwide, this month, a nationwide recall of all their drug products. Mm. So they said anybody that had these pharmaceuticals by this company in their possession to throw them out. That's right. Throw that mess out and keep it out. Yep. All those participants should be getting the check in the mail. They should be, but they won't. They probably won't but they should be getting something that would probably take, I don't know how long for something like that to happen. If I'm it happens. sure. Right. Right. So I a lot of reasons meat, ham, pepperoni, spam, I saw just all kinds of onions, spinach. I don't know what's going on with the, with the world, but it seems a little sketchy right now. That's true. I don't know what's going on with the grocery sector of the world because not only are, you know, our food products being recalled, but everyday items that we use in our household, like deodorant. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, that. yeah. Secret has been, you know, uh, recalled because they keep finding cancerous elements in the ingredients. And, yeah. that, and it's, I believe cancer is made um, by man, though. You know, um, through the plastic, you know. Yeah, the, the ingredients that are used. You know, we still use certain things uh, in our country that other countries have banned. I know one thing is ke- ketchup. Mm-hmm. And I think it was France that banned ketchup uh, years ago because of an ingredient that's in it that uh, causes cancer. They banned ketchup years ago. Wow. We still yeah, eat all it. Of it. Yeah, we still eat it. Yeah, so you have to wonder, why isn't the U.S. following some of these things? Um, I remember the international doctor in, um, oh, I can't remember what country he, he was in. Maybe you can remember. Um, but when the patient's 
were were lying on their backs in the hospital mm-hmm. during COVID. Mm-hmm. And he said, no, don't lie the patients on their back because the majority of the lungs are back there. Mm. And this is why they this is why they're having a problem with breathing. And then he did the breathing technique. That saved my life. You sent me that video. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you sent me that video. Because that saved my life. Because that's the first thing you think about is to um lay on your back when you're sleeping, you know. I mean if you're not feeling well. You think to lay on your back, and That's um, true. yeah, and so I'm sorry. No, I, I was distracted for a minute. So that's that's what you know. That saved my life. I uh, the American doctors still haven't said anything about that. Mm. You know uh, that protocol, and then I read that. Um, some nurses from this year had made a comment under uh, the International Doctors uh, page and said, thank you, because I, you know, I, I was just diagnosed with COVID and I was on my 10th day and it wasn't looking good. I didn't want to go to the hospital. This is a nurse. And, and she said, uh, I ran across your video and I started doing the breathing techniques. And she said, I'm just about done with this uh, with this infection now. That's beautiful. Yes, it is. Save more That's than one person's life. Oh, yeah. Uh, people are still commenting. That video went up uh, over a year ago, almost two years ago. And he made the video for his family and friends because they all live in different parts of the world. And the video went viral, and you got a hold of the video, and you sent it to me. Yeah. Yeah, so that video saved my life with the breathing. Um, You know, I didn't have the, I never had the uh, problem area of breathing, but that video kept me, prevented me from having a problem with the breathing. Oh, that's beautiful that, um, I mean, you know, that the video saved your life because you wouldn't be here right now, you know? Yeah, yeah, because that COVID thing, you know, it, it's, it's uh, I hear people say, oh, it's just the flu, it's just the cold, it's just this, it's just that. And, you know, you know, maybe you want to, maybe they were one of those lucky ones um, that it didn't affect them that way. But we've had over, over um, 50 million people across the world, across the world, across the globe, nationally and internationally, 50 million people. That's a lot of death. Yes, yes. That's a lot of death for a hoax. Exactly. You know, as you say, that was 50 million hopes that they found. Yeah, that's a lot. Right, a lot of 50 million hosts. Yeah. It's not funny, but it is. Right. The way you say it, but yeah, it's true. I mean, 
you know, yeah. um, when in Rome, do what the Romans do. Put your mask on your face. She, exactly. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, you don't see me in your face, don't be in mine. Give me 50 feet, not six feet, 50. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I know Dave Chappelle did in one of his um, stand-up comic uh, comedy acts. He said he and his wife were out to dinner and they went in a little, um, you know, booth. And, and when the waitress or waiter would come over, they were always they were masked up. But he and his wife, um, when they sat down, they had the mask uh, off and said, "This lady comes over to him, a fan," and he said, and she was doing all the H words without a mask on. Hi. Mm. How are you? <laughs> Hello. You know, he said, he said, he kind of put his arms around his, you know, around his drink and he was like, you know, lady, back up. What is wrong with you? Pull your mask up. Right. And so, you know, and even though he said he and his wife were fully vaccinated. So, you know, you got a lot of people out here that are still following mitigations, even though they've been fully vaccinated, because, uh, you know, science is still learning about this virus. No matter how it gets started, I know people said it came from here, it came from there, this person did, this person. No, no, no matter any of that, it's here. Yeah. So, you know, we have to... We have to protect ourselves. Yeah. Trying to let the cat out the bag on that one. Yeah. That's what your brother just said. That's what your brother just said. Oh, that's what he said? Okay. I I know I heard it. I thought I heard it. Yeah, I heard something. I heard a cat and I I thought about the rest of it. (laughs) That's what he was saying as well. I wasn't going to say China, but since you guys already put it out there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we do know it originated from China now. How, yeah. how if it was an accident, if it was done um, intentionally, I don't know. That, that was a, that's another podcast. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> yes, that's another podcast. So. And speaking of another podcast, um, Let's talk about, uh, you know, personal care. Uh, so, uh, Mom, what's your definition of real hot girl shit? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do that all the time. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> okay. Tell us your routine. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. No girl should be without it. <laughs> <laughs> well, my definition of hot girl shit is... Um, Taking care of your goddamn self. Wow. Loving yourself. Yes. Um, Being there for yourself. Mm -hmm. Having faith and confidence in yourself. Trusting yourself. And I'm at the age now that I really don't give a damn what anybody else thinks or says about me. So mm. your brother is taking a much different journey with me than you and your sister did. <laughs> no, that's right. Praise him. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. He's on a much different journey uh, with me than, than you guys had. And, uh, 
you know, and, and so that that's my definition of uh, hot girl shit. This is something new to me. It's, it's, it's not as foreign for me now as it was um, in the beginning, but it fits me well. Yes. So that is my definition of uh, hot girl shit, basically in a nutshell. Love yourself. Love right. yourself. Mm-hmm. Love right. yourself. So, what's your definition? Um, my definition of hot, real hot girl shit is drinking your water and minding your business. <laughs> well, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Definitely. Definitely. Yes. <laughs> Listen. Speaking of drinking water, I saw a guy mm-hmm. um, in India full of uh, head full of gray hair beard was long and 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 it was gray every sh- strand of hair on his face and uh, head was gray beautiful but he had the youngest skin and eyes mm. seen on a on a elderly person if you were to shave his beard off and mm. dye his hair you, that guy, that man could have easily passed as someone in his 30s. That's just how clear his eyes were and his skin was. And he talked about water, drinking the right kind of water. It was an amazing, it was just uh, an amazing uh, conversation, drinking the right kind of water. It's not just drinking any kind of water. It's it's uh, the right kind. Well, it's spring water. Um, apparently the water he was talking about is the water that's never been um that that's, doesn't really come through pipes. Fiji water, untouched by men. <laughs> oh, did you hear him? Fiji water, untouched by men. It's funny. <laughs> yeah. So. You know, uh, just a lot of things that that we as uh, the Western culture don't know about. You know, we, we think we know everything. Yeah, that's we true. Yeah, we, we don't know everything. So, yeah, that's um. Yeah, but anyway, this this guy was uh he was really just very handsome elderly man who could have easily passed for someone in his 30s had he not been um, uh, bearded, uh, gray hair in his beard. The whole, every strand of hair on his face and head was gray. But again, he had the youngest eyes and skin I'd ever seen. Just beautiful. Wow, you have to send that article to me so I can see, or that video rather. Yeah, it's very, because it was a conversation that he was having live chat. I wanted to ask him how old he was, but I didn't, so I left him off. <laughs> yeah, I left, I left him off. He's extremely handsome. Yeah, water is essential uh, resource on this planet, so it's, you know, very important to get your water intake in, and you know, for those of us that are fortunate to have water, clean running water, you yeah. know, so I'll, yeah. I'll just definitely uh, say that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And sometimes we take that, we take things for granted, you know, 
mm -hmm. the other people. We what do we we go to the water parks, right? You know, and um, you know, as some sometimes like when I would take your brother to the water park, I would think about countries that didn't have you know clean water to drink, mm -hmm. and here we're sliding down a twenty-five feet slide, sliding into the water, right? You know, and. So things like that, I think about stuff, and I, I don't understand why that is. You know, why why don't countries have, you know, clean drinking water? Why is that? Why I understand that. I don't understand that. I don't understand why we have homelessness. Yeah. In this country, when this is supposed to be the richest country on the planet, why do we have? homelessness. I don't I don't understand that either. A lot of things I don't understand. And it says more to it than just, oh well, you should go to school and get an education and then you won't be in that predicament. Well, that's a bunch of BS. Yes it is. A bunch of BS. You know? Definitely. So a lot of homeless people that have degrees. Mm -hmm. A lot of people homeless that, that never got that shot but again you know that shot at having a degree but again you know think about it we go to school we get these degrees and we come out worse than when we went in because now you got all this debt to pay right from going to school mm -hmm. well, something doesn't quite add up no it doesn't something doesn't add up just like um every time they do increase uh hourly wages out here you know the the pricing of housing goes up you know the price yeah. of housing it doesn't make any sense it's like what was the point of even introducing the implementing the um effort into raising minimum wage if you're going to now raise the uh, rent on people right excuse me my phone and another <laughs> thing mm -hmm. why i would um you know, why, why are people fighting uh, Republican Congress people? Why are they fighting raising minimum wage? That doesn't make any sense. And then they, okay, finally, I, out of all the back and forth, back and forth, then you say, okay, well, we'll raise it. We'll give you a dollar and 50 cent this year and then another dollar and 50 cents in two years. What the f Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Have you lost? Are you insane? Mm-hmm. So I, I don't I, I don't get it. Um and our school system, that's another story. That maybe we save that for a different podcast. But um <laughs> if I if I had known then what I know now, man, I would have done things so much different. So much different. Um, but our school systems are not I think we could do better I think so too on yeah. both students ends and the uh, the uh, staff absolutely yep. that's what I yep students and staff yep. absolutely that's you know tie back mm-hmm no, you go ahead. I was going to say tie it back to the community or the police need the community's help. The community need the police's help. Like, we need each yes. other. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. They cannot do it alone. We cannot do it alone. Right. You know? Uh, 
the, 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 the school systems need parents uh, intervention and uh, we need their intervention, I think. <laughs> no, that was much needed. I agree. Yeah, and uh, I, I can remember doing things for you and your sister when you guys were in high school, and I'm thinking, what? Didn't you learn this in class? Why don't you know this? Mm-hmm. And guess what? What? I'm doing the same thing with your 12 year old brother. Oh wow. Yeah, so see, see, I'm having a real problem with the school system. Yeah. Yeah, so if I had known then what I know now. Yeah, so hopefully I'm implementing some some, some better choices and decision-making now. You know, that's, that's the one thing about decisions. Um, you know, if you don't get it right the first time, mm-hmm. the university offers you another opportunity yeah to get it right later exactly it always comes around uh-huh that's true yes. every unlearned lesson always comes back around like full circle like a a, a frizz not a frizz via a boomerang <laughs> yeah and you're absolutely right yeah you're absolutely right Wow. This was an amazing conversation with you, Mom. Thank you so much for coming on today's show. Wow. Well, thank you for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed this um, conversation. I know it's a little lengthy, but uh, I, I did enjoy it. I know my voice is a little hoarse, but you say I sound like this all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> Somebody once told me that uh, your your brother's principal and talked to her in a couple of years and I called his school one day and I told her my name. She said, oh, I know who you are. You have that raspy voice. <laughs> <It's> like, uh, <laughs> see there? Hey. Yeah, yeah. So what can I say? Definitely. I did enjoy it. Yeah, I enjoyed it too. Yeah, thank you for having me. You're welcome. And until next time, Chicago, um, we'll, you know, I'll bring, be bringing more content your way as usual, as promised. So thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Speak Your Mind Radio. I'm Miss Hip Hop and I'm out. Peace.